Good morning. This is Dwight Davis. Welcome to our Bird Notes. Aldo Leopold was a naturalist and conservationist who died in 1948 while fighting a grass fire on a friend's farm. Shortly before his death, he finished a book titled A Sand County Almanac, a collection of observations of the natural world around his farm in Wisconsin. In the book, there is an entry for the month of May. When dandelions have set the mark of May on Wisconsin pastures, it's time to listen for the final proof of spring. Sit down on a tussock, cock your ears at the sky, dial out the bedlam of the meadowlarks and the redwings, and soon you may hear it, the flight song of the upland plover, just now back from the Argentine. If your eyes are strong, you may search the sky and see him, wings a-quiver, circling among the woolly clouds. If your eyes are weak, don't try it. Just watch the fence posts. Soon a flash of silver will tell you on which post the plover has alighted and folded his long wings. Whoever invented the word grace must have seen the wing folding of the plover. There he sits. His whole being says it's your next move to absent yourself from his domain. The county records may allege that you own this pasture, but the plover airily rules out such trivial legalities. He has just phoned 4,000 miles to reassert the title he got from the Indians. And until the young plovers are a wing, this pasture is his, and none may trespass without his protest. Aldo Leopold's comments on the upland plover, or as we know it today, the upland sandpiper. Living in Wisconsin, he was much more likely to see this bird than we are. Though a sandpiper, it is not found near the water, but inland and upland in grassy fields. The upland sandpiper is not common in any case. They were at one time. But after we had methodically slaughtered the passenger pigeon, we, that is, the market hunters in this country, turned their attention to the upland sandpiper. A century later, the numbers still have not recovered. The upland sandpiper is very distinct in appearance. It doesn't have the hunched sandpiper look, but stands erect, with a small dove-like head atop a long neck. The tail, too, is longer than most sandpipers. And then there's the wing motion. After alighting, usually on an elevated site, the upland sandpiper holds its wings high above its back and then folds them very gracefully, as Aldo Leopold observed.